Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Yeah, boy! <laughs> uh, taking you up until 2 o'clock. Streaming live on YouTube on 560 WQAM. Miami 560 WQAM on Twitch. And, of course, on the Odyssey app. That is where you guys can find us. Very excited to have our next guest in studio. Friend of the show, Peter Kahn. He is a, a good friend. We've had him on many, yeah, many times. Yeah, a minute. Been a minute, been a minute. Haven't had you on in a, in a while, Peter. So uh, it's good to have you back, man. Always good to be back here. I love coming on with you guys. You guys are like knowledgeable boxing guys. So I like, fake it. He doesn't know. No, he no, knows no, no. more to me. He, no, you got a lot better. <laughs> it, it used to be all emotional with him, but now it's like no, you, you know, you know what you're talking about. But no, you guys are like you know, Brendan covers the sport, yeah. and 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 you, you know, you know what you're talking about. You just make believe you don't know. <laughs> well, first of all, we want to give you uh, congratulations before we get to your uh, your guest here in the studio. I've also spoken to uh, many times. I want to highly his own Aaron Aponte, the alien. Hylia Gardens. He is uh, he is <laughs> joining us here as well. But uh, Pete, congratulations, man. You were named uh, the boxing manager of the year by the Boxing Writers Association. Uh, that you've been not made a few times but that had to be uh, absolutely cool that you finally uh, broke through and got this year what does that mean man it means a lot because it's the writers that vote on it and and honestly like other years when I'm nominated like I know the other guys right like the other mm-hmm. top managers they're my friends um, we talk almost every day uh, people would think that we'd be adversarial but it's like I guess maybe like NFL agents I mean you have who you have Right. So right. that doesn't uh, that doesn't mean that you can't talk. And, you know, we kind of have to toe the line as managers and keep the promoters in check. So um, there have been years where I'm like, oh, man, this guy deserves it. He had a great year where this guy deserves it. Mm-hmm. But 2022, I'm not going to lie. That was that, if it didn't happen last year. Right. I don't know what I would need to do <laughs> between, you know, George Cambosis with the record payday, two paydays against Devin Haney. Yep. Um, Xander became at 19, the NABO and NABF champion. Aaron, uh, he keeps moving forward, fought on the Canelo Triple G card against undefeated uh, one of Canelo's guys. Unbelievable fight. We'll get to that. Franchone Cruz Desern, uh, first female at 168 to be undisputed. 
all the belts, beat Ellen Sederus on April 30th, and the ring ma- first Ring Magazine champion at that weight class. Um, Chris Van Heerden fought Connor Ben. Emmanuel Tego fought Ryan Garcia. I mean, seriously, if, if it wasn't last year, I don't. Yeah, a lot I, of deals, I just, dude. Right. I, I give up. But but because the writers vote, even the ones that don't like me voted for me. Right. Because wow. you know, does that happen? You have writers that don't like you. You have you have you have a petty list too. You don't have to name names. I'm just curious. Hey, no. hey, there's some. There's some envy. You're stepping into his well, realm he, of listen, life. He knows. He knows a lot of these guys, right. and you know they they can be petty. They all want to break news. Yeah, and it's like it's a it's a hard thing to try to balance and juggle who you give this to, and of course none of us ever give anything out. You right, know? right, right. I mean, of nothing course. ever leaks. Nah, nothing leaks, dude. But it's like <laughs> a fine a line box. who you right. who you kind of dish it off to, and then. They know it. They was hold you. it right. They hold it against. So you kind of like. How have you thought the landscape uh, has kind of gone? Because you know you were there on like you know you've seen. I mean everything from you know Triller trying to get into the game over the last couple of years to DAZN's like two versions of like we're going to break pay per view now we're back in pay per view and all that stuff. Like how is everything still like with all the the changes that people feel like are going to happen with boxing? Does most of it kind of still stay the same? As far as like the way the business is going, or are there a lot of different avenues to go through? I mean, there's more platforms. So I love the fact that the Zone invested a lot of money into boxing because that's just great for fighters. And something Leroy was talking about off off air before we came on was the frustration about fighters not being able to fight and, mm-hmm. and the, the fights that we want to see yeah. being made. But you need we need platforms, right? But then the model changed, you know, a couple of decades ago and when one promoter has this network and another promoter has this network, no, right? right? It makes it difficult because only one promoter could get that revenue. There have been few times when both promoters, in a case like, you know, where there's going to be a massive fight, they understand that they can share that pay per view. Right, like uh, Fury Wilder. Yeah, they know there's room to work together. All of a sudden, you know, Al Heyman and Top Rank can work together, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And it's not right. a problem because it's so much. It's so, so much, much money. Like you, you, you don't want to be the reason why people don't get Listen, their money. Felix Trinidad, Oscar De La Hoya, Don King, and Bob Arum became friends again, <laughs> right? right? And right. that was twenty something years ago. So they right. were, it, you know, when it works, they find a way to make it work. But at the end of the day, it's about money, and everybody wants. There's only a couple of revenue streams. Right. It's, you know, it's broadcast rights. Whether that's going to be a, a rights fee or a pay per view, and gate revenue, sponsorships fairly small. So, other than those two, you know, those two, uh, uh, you know, um, avenues for revenue, like what is there, right. right? So the promoters kind of try to hang on to that. And when you make promises, when you have to pay a Canelo thirty million dollars, win, lose, or draw, mm-hmm. well, someone's got to get that money. Right. right, like right. someone's got to be in control of how they're getting that money. So, for you know, if the zone wanted a shift, right? Say they use that as a loss leader, mm-hmm. right, to get subscriptions. Mm-hmm. But then they realize, well, maybe we're going to need to turn this into a pay per view. Right. Okay, so be it. I mean, right. they got to make money. I'd rather they keep the platform going, keep boxing right. moving along, then fold up and just yeah, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, they could just be like, you know what? This was a great experiment. Look, HBO made a decision, it's probably been four years now. Yep. And people were shocked when they decided to get out of boxing, but it's really just numbers. And for them, they're like, can we do we want to keep spending a hundred million dollars on rights fees on boxing per year? That doesn't bring us the subscriptions that we want. Or do we want to throw it into Game of Thrones? Do we want to throw it into all this original programming which gets gets us the subscriptions? It was a no brainer for them. It's pretty amazing that 
when you think about boxing and, and the fight game in general, it's the only sport that doesn't make their money off of advertising. Right. Everything else is advertisement driven or, you know, you got with football, you got all the different um, television companies fighting for the rights. Right. And boxing is not really like that. It's you're going to pay the fighter to have this fight and then you're going to try to sell a fight to make up that money. There is no Nike coming in. There is no like, yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 it's like I said, two revenue streams. And a lot of the promoters will take a site fee from the venue and just basically really? like, give me a million dollars, keep all the tickets, sell your tickets. Right. Because the venues in Las Vegas, well, they use those because they know Sweeteners. that they're going to get people into the to the casino. Right. Right. So they know the drop on the night of fights is going to make up for whatever they pay for the site fee. Right. Then the promoter doesn't have to sell tickets. Then they just Correct. focus on selling right. that pay per view. Right. So uh, Aaron, Aaron Aponte is joining us here as well with Peter the Alien Williams. King, the Alien King, one of uh, six wins, no losses, and a draw. One of Peter's jump fight. Man, I remember when you with were, Matchroom. <laughs> I remember when you were uh, you were you were training for the Olympics before like COVID happened, and you decided to go pro. We saw we saw. I don't know if it was one of your first or second fights. We saw you on the Canelo card that when he was down here. Yeah, Jay Balvin take him out. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah. were like, you were so early on in the card, and you like you hear this rock is ah because you had the whole the whole town here to see you at, at Hard Rock Stadium, man. But uh, monster fight for you last time around proved a lot to a lot of people. Uh, how do you feel uh, things are going? You know, th- this many fights in, getting ready for a fight on February fourth at MSG. The decision at only twenty one years old, being where you're at right now. Are you, you know, are you feeling good about the path you're on right now? And how excited are you to be back in the ring coming up in a couple of weeks? I'm excited that everybody's been, everybody's been, you know, pushing me and preparing me for for the challenges I've been taking. And I haven't been afraid of taking any challenges yet. You know, last fight I had an undefeated fighter. It ended in a draw, not what we wanted, but you know, we keep going and we get better from these situations. And I feel like. The people around me are putting me in situations where are making me better. So many guys, though, like, you know, listen, man, you'll get in there, and guys at your age, they're not tested. And you're you're getting tested early on. Like, you're you're in dog fights, coming up from knockdowns, to, to even out a, a, a draw against, you know, a highly touted prospect and that. Like, don't you feel like that's going to make you better in the end early on? Like, you're already in these dog fights so early into your career? Yeah, of course. These are the the... The fights that are gonna start, I'm, I feel like I'm already building a legacy of the f- kind of fighter I am. You know, uh, a fighter with heart. You know, never give up. Last fight showed that I'm I'm not a quitter. I, I'm gonna fight all the way through. And you know, it's only it's only up from here. For people uh, who don't know about your story, Aaron, you, you have your gym with your family over in, in Hialeah, and you guys, you know, train a bunch of guys. Hialeah, Hialeah Gardens. Gardens. <laughs> there's also Aaron. There's also Aaron Aponte Day in Hialeah Gardens. Um, like, can you tell a little, KO Fitness? Tell a little bit about the uh, you know the journey that you you've taken to get here, being trained down here in South Florida. Um, the journey started when I was nine. I started with a uh, a Cuban a Cuban trainer that I originally I really got into boxing just because. You know, I wanted to hit the ball harder for baseball. I was a baseball player, and I got into that, and, you know, I fell in love with the sport. I was doing baseball and boxing until from 9 to 13. Then at 13, I decided I was going to be a boxer, and we continued from there. Are you still designing your own trunks? Because Alien King, one of the coolest nicknames already, 
and you have like the logo. It is an alien with a crown on it, Leroy. Are you still doing it? Like you, you told me, I think early on that you designed the, your your own deals uh, for for what you come to the ring with. Yeah, of course. We always design everything that that we go in with. You know, I always have a say. I always I always tell the person, I want it this color. I want it to look like this. And then I usually get the shoes. I'll design them around the shoes, and it's it's a it's a process. When you uh, when you have uh, these monster platforms that you're coming up on, what is it that you want to do every time as far as just you know making a statement? Because you know so many fighters on the card, they're there for you know more established names who are further down in their careers. Like how do you how do you like to stand out on on, on cards like this? First of all, I feel like my personality really shows when I'm fighting and when I'm, you know, just being myself. Being myself, I feel like everybody notices me. You get me? And also when I'm fighting, I want to be exciting. I want to be, I want to make a fight happen. And I feel like last fight, that's that's what really happened. There was a, a big fight that went, that started going out. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm an exciting fighter. And I feel like I show that. Well... Let me say this about the last fight, right? Because Aaron stepped up, and like you were alluding to, you don't fight another undefeated fighter that's like not. It doesn't. Guys go out of their way to avoid that in this day and age, right? Because yep. you don't want to put it all on the line they so soon on, in exactly. your career. But right. but how do you how do you know who you are? And and I I've be been tested. doing twenty nine years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Newly inducted into the Florida Boxing Hall of Fame. Okay, just saying. <laughs> twenty to get to that. Twenty nine years, okay, and. The hardest thing that we face as managers, and the hardest thing that promoters face is guys don't want to fight high, com- you know, high level competition because they've been conditioned to think that a loss is a death sentence. Right. Right. Because television promoters always want to be, you know, uh, my guys undefeated. Undefeated. Right. Right. That's not how it was 30, 40 years ago in boxing. Nope. And there's nothing wrong with having a blemish on your record. There's nothing wrong with a loss or a draw, as long as it's you look good. Right. Right. Aaron was, Aaron learned. He walked out of there with a draw, but he learned. And I was sitting there just inches from the ring, sitting next to Eddie Hearn, uh, you know, matchroom boxing, and Kevin Rooney, the matchmaker. And these guys were just, they they were rooting. You know, usually it's like, you know, there's like no cheering in the press box, right? Usually there's not a lot of rooting, like inside the The corral at ringside. Man, Aaron showed them something that after the fight, and Aaron will tell you, Aaron's very humble, right? So he's not going to say these things, but Eddie came in the back after and said, you know, I'm not releasing you. I, I want you back immediately. Right. And he's like, you could have just stayed in the middle of the ring, box this guy's ears off like you did for the first three rounds, and you would have coasted to an eight-round decision, maybe even stop him. Took a chance. But, but Aaron showed that he has that dog in him. Mm-hmm. Aaron was knocked down. He showed he had heart. He got up. There were... For a couple of moments, I don't think Aaron knew where he was, but he recovered and he came back out. And it was, you can't get any more than a draw than a split draw. One judge had it for the other guy, one judge had it for Aaron, one judge had it even. Right. So, I mean, very close fight. Very close fight, but it was a great learning experience. And this is one of Canelo's prospects. Yeah. And we agreed that both guys will go out. And, you know, the first thing Aaron said after the fight is, like, I want to fight him again. And the same thing the other guy said, right? Right. And so we're looking at doing that maybe after two, three more fights once there's something kind of bigger on the line. Absolutely. Have them come back and yeah. do it again. We'll take a quick break. We'll continue on with you guys in a little bit. Back with more on 56 WQM right after this. Mañana otra. 
Me la voy a llevar la toa pa' un VIP. All right, welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. If you missed any of today's show, get the Tobin and Leroy podcast. Available for you on all podcast platforms. Streaming live on YouTube right now. 560 WQAM is our channel. Go subscribe there. Talking some boxing this hour. Peter Kahn joining us alongside the Alien King, Aaron Aponte. Man, COVID kept us apart, Peter. Yeah. COVID kept us apart. I know, I know. It's, uh, well, it's good to have you back in here, man. And let me ask you a couple things before we get back into it. Uh, some things going on in the sport right now. Uh, big news this week in the UFC is Francis Ngannou uh, did not re-sign with the UFC. He's a free agent. A lot of people are logically saying he's going to go over to boxing. And I'm wondering, as a guy who's in the, the nitty-gritty of the business, how much do you think a guy like Francis Ngannou, how much thirst is there for that in the sport, whether he were to fight Tyson Fury or whether he were to fight Deontay Wilder? How much do you think the UFC heavyweight champion coming over to the sport of boxing, how much interest would there be from other promoters in that, and how much money do you think he could make on the, on the good end of it? I mean, from the novelty perspective, right out of the gate, I think it would interest people, but... Me personally, uh, and like real boxing purists, and I mean, I think you'd have to see him fight a couple of fights and see what right. he looks like. It's a different ball game. I mean, it's a whole different type of fighting. I mean, you know, there's no takedowns, there's no uh, jujitsu, there's no kicking. Yeah. I mean, you're boxing. He's he's a guy though that uses just striker anyway. He's right? like the best. Power so that, he's the Deontay Wilder of the UFC, right? But I my thinking like here's the thing that I would say with him is that he looks like a monster in the UFC because he's six four. And I think like people would be shocked if they saw him against Tyson Fury, how much smaller he would look. Because Tyson Fury looks right, like a freak. six foot eight, six. Yeah, nine. he's a giant. Right. Wilder would interest me a little bit more. I feel like while I saw Wilder would still beat him, it's a different sport. At least it's like the best power puncher in boxing versus the best power puncher in UFC. And like you said, novelty. I was like, I would be wondering like, what would that do? Could that do a ton of? Business? I, I don't know how his power is going to translate with ten ounce gloves. Uh, I don't know. How, you know. I don't know. I mean, it's it's just a different environment. You're, you're talking 10 three-minute rounds or 12 three-minute rounds um, of just purely thrown punches. Right. There is no time time off. There's, you know, I, I don't know. I think that- You can't lean on somebody on the floor and take a breather. Right. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, look, maybe the power could get him by, but you, you still have to have- Boxing skills. skills, right? Yeah, but other than skill set, like just from the money aspect, do you feel like somebody would invest in something? Like, could could they could promoters be con- convinced to invest in that? Just thinking that the public would want to buy it, like like Connor versus Floyd. I'm sure we're going to find out soon. Yeah, right. I, I'm sure they're not sitting around doing nothing. Right. But I mean, it's something that really I think about to right. be honest with you. Um, and then one other thing that's kind of uh, got everybody's interest right now in the sport: Javante uh, Davis and Ryan Garcia. They said they're going to fight in April. Do you feel like that fight is going to happen? Things are always uh, flaring up with, uh, with with boxing. Do you feel like that's a fight that does happen? And if so, uh, how much interest do you think that's going to garner? I hope so, because Ryan's dad, Henry, called me last night like at 9 p.m. and his manager, Lupe, and they asked me if I could help him find uh, a place down here because cool. they're going to do camp down here. Really? Yeah. Cool. Wow. So cool. They're, they're going to do camp in Miami. You know, one of the things, uh, I, I was curious about this because we were talking about MMA versus boxing. The one biggest difference that I've seen between the two is footwork. Mm-hmm. Like boxers have so much better footwork that they they can move with their legs and their lower body, whereas an MMA guy just sit there and try to brawl and move his head. I'll let Aaron talk about footwork because this guy had over a hundred amateur fights, and <laughs> you know he's the professional. Well, I want to ask you about that, Aaron, because the idea like Ryan's coming down here, 
did this something happen with COVID? Because, like, listen, I, I feel like the talent over here, like yourself, and everybody's been overlooked for a very, very long time. People always talk Cali and Texas and New York and Philly. South Florida, like, all of a sudden, we're seeing something over the last three, four years where people are noticing, damn, the talent down here is very good, and you're seeing, you know, big-time guys that want to come down here and train. Have you noticed a shift here over the last few years in that, too? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, you have fighters like Javante Davis coming down also. You know, so Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis will be in Miami. You know, I, I think Javante Davis trained in, like, Palm... No, Coral not, Springs. Coral Springs. Right. Coral Springs Coral area. Coral Springs. Yeah, he's right next to his house. And, you know, we have a lot of great fighters here. There's a lot of good talent, and everybody wants to get go where the best work is. So right now, the, the best work is in South Florida, and that's why everybody's coming down. Could you speak to the idea of just what people don't see as far as like you guys the sparring that you guys have as young kids coming up and and just tooling yourself to get ready for like these moments that are going to be on big stages and things like that but just the the same guys that you're in the ring with before we see them on ESPN before we see you on the zone coming up on February 4th any of that stuff I mean Aaron sparred with Javante was after your second fight yeah after my second fight I, I sparred with Javante Davis and I've also sparred with another one called uh, Michel Rivera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, just looks like Muhammad Ali. Yeah, it looks like Muhammad Ali. Yeah. And uh, I've had great sparring with lots of, of top talent. Top, the people who you see on TV, the, those I've sparred those people, most of them. And, you know, it's just great opportunities that South Florida just keeps providing. Did you have a bunch of guys from the Heat coming to your gym for a while? Like, wasn't that a thing? Yeah, we had we had a couple of Heat players in our in our in our in our gym. Wasn't had, Duncan Robinson throwing hands in yeah, there? Yeah, we had Duncan Robinson. What? Why are you looking at me like that? Dunks can't get in some rounds. <laughs> I would love to see you two go at it, like headgear, <laughs> ten ounce gloves. Listen, I would love listen. that. Live on here. I've been Live waiting to kick his ass for five years. <laughs> what? <laughs> we'll do don't three give, three don't, rounds. Don't give him ideas. You're doing the promoting thing. Don't 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 three hey, rounds. I'll, we'll even, I'll, I'll even wear my big shoulder pads. Wow. Oh my. <laughs> so uh, so Dunk's got hands. What's the deal? Like, who, who's got the? Uh, who, See, he shifts right back. Yeah. You know, you know. He's avoiding the fight. He's yeah. avoiding the fight. He doesn't yep. want it. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, all the basketball players we were teaching them how to fight. They they was a little slow. They was trying to. <laughs> What was it called? They said they said the conditioning was getting them right. Athletes are fascinated by fighters, though, right? Like that's a thing where like they just love. I don't know if it's the grind you guys go through, but a lot of professional athletes just seem to glam onto that. All the the work that you do, they they really gravitate towards the fight world. Yeah, everybody loves the fight world. It's just so exciting, you know. Boxing is the only, well, fighting is the only only thing where you could be like, oh, I beat you up, and that's it. <laughs> like, 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 if you're playing, if you're playing basketball, oh, you beat me in basketball, but you can't beat me. You can't say that. You can't say in boxing. Oh, I beat you in boxing, but I could beat you in basketball. Nobody cares that you could beat me in basketball. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, you guys got to catch Aaron. He's coming up February fourth on DAZONE. He is going to be on the Amanda Serrano card on. So check him on out. Before we get you guys out of here, because we are running out of time, Peter, you uh, recently announced that you are going into the Florida Boxing Hall of Fame, same class as Roy Jones Jr. Pensacola Zone. Yeah. What does that mean to you, man? It means a lot. I started my journey in boxing down here twenty nine years ago. You know, worked with Don King, and I mean, I was twenty. 
when I, however, I was 22 years old, right? So I'm going to be 51. I mean, I've been at it a long time and, 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 and going, going, um, you're a baby on this journey. I'll, I'll say this. So, you know, you always hear about, and, and, and this, I was thinking about this because I had my family come with me for the announcement. The induction is going to be June 30th in Tampa. And it's like my family was with me, right? And I'm looking at them, and I realize, you know, in boxing, you got a lot of dads, right? It's always boxing dads, right? And you always hear they're always train. So many trainers that train dads and teachers and mentors. And I had the same thing. I was looking at my dad, Richie Kahn, sitting there, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like Richie Kahn Jr., you know? Right. And I realize that although it's not the same, it's like my, my method of operation and my mindset is the same thing. So I, I, I attribute a lot of that success to him and the way that he's guided me. And it meant a lot for me. Yeah, the International Boxing Hall, Hall of Fame is like, that's where you want to be, maybe in 10 more years, and, and I'll get there. But Florida is definitely a big deal for me. Right. That's really cool, man. Well, boys, we th appreciate you guys stopping in and uh, talking some fight with us. We appreciate it. Again, catch Aaron Aponte. High League Gardens own the Alien King. He is coming on up. Go follow him on Instagram, too. Aaron Alien King. Go check him on out, guys. Go support our own down here as we got a lot of great fight talent. Peter manages a lot of it down here. Two South Florida guys who are doing good work down here. Uh, you guys know that I, I love the fight game down here. It means a lot to me, so it's great to see you guys doing big things, and we're looking forward to seeing you coming up on February 4th, Aaron, man. Just uh, best of luck. Have a good, healthy camp the rest of the way, yep. and uh, we want to see you. What are we going to see, man? What, what's, what's coming up on this in a, in a couple of weeks? In a couple of weeks? How, uh, what, what are we going to see in this ring? What, what's what happening? are we going to see in this ring? Yeah, what are we gonna we're going to see a knockout. Yes. We're going to yeah. see a knockout. He's going to sleep. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, boys. Thank you so much. Thanks for everybody for tuning in today. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We don't have to fight, dude. You don't have to make that. Like, that doesn't have to be a thing. Yes, you do. I don't like how you're. I don't like how getting excited. Like how intrigued you got. You, 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 you are. You have been a troublemaker lately. All right, Your Honor. Come on, we'll, we'll put the the, the headgear. Head Listen, yeah. my, my money's on Brendan. I'm just trying to get you hyped up. <laughs> Your money's on him. Now, oh, you're, I'm, now you're really. You go, you go to Ko ring. Fitness. See what he'll come. Doing. He'll come to us over at Sweatbox. See, I see what's happening here. He's that. That's a, I'm luring you that's in, a businessman. All I gotta, all I gotta do to beat him is wave a piece of cheesecake at him <laughs> before the fight starts. <laughs> Tobin's heavy-handed. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.